I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decoding Reality, a decoding TV podcast covering the latest and greatest in reality television. I'm Justin Jordan. And I'm Deja Woolery. On today's episode of Decoding Reality, we will be discussing The Golden Bachelor, episode four. You can find more episodes of this very podcast at decodingreality.tv. And please email us at decodingtv at gmail.com. And find us on TikTok at tiktok.com slash at decodingreality. On today's episode, we'll start by giving our initial thoughts of The Golden Bachelor Episode 4. And then we'll do an entire recap of the show and we'll wrap up with our predictions for the next week. So let's get into it. Deja what do you think of episode four of The Golden Bachelor? You know, justice is sweet. Justice is real sweet. I think that's that was my overall takeaway. Justice? Um, also... Interesting. Okay. I felt bad for... Um, I just want to shout out to the woman on the sidelines of that pickleball game. You didn't know what was going to happen to you. <laughs> You were just coming out for a good time. We are with you. We stand with you in these trying times. Listen, Justin, what was listen, your thoughts? They knew what they were getting into. They were. <laughs> they knew what they were getting into. It could be a fly ball anywhere. Uh, but Period. I, I think, I think my thoughts of the episode is that, and in, in every Bachelor franchise, there's there's the muck. I, I feel like we're getting into like the the weird part of the middle season where. We know who Gary likes and we know that who he's attracted to for the most part. But at the same time, we are in this weird area where like there's still a lot of people that are just there for screen time. Not that they're playing it up for their own screen time, but they're just there to kind of fill the middle, you know? And I'm ready to like move on to the juicy bits of it, you know, cut more people, send more people home at the red ceremony so we can get to the juicy parts. But other than that, I do think this was a very, very classic Bachelor episode. You know, you know what I mean, Deja? It definitely was. When they said we're going to play pickleball, I was out. What What is pickleball? Throughout this entire show, I've had it in the back of my mind. What is pickleball? I assume yeah. it's some sort of deep Caucasian magic. Um, it seems like I'm right. But uh, no, it's, it was cute. It felt like the dodgeball <laughs> episodes. It felt like the football episodes. Perfectly leveled for the crowd. Um, it was fun. Apparently, old people love pickleball. Pickleball is going through like a whole movement, I guess. I, I, apparently, according to this episode, they have a whole magazine but we'll get to that when we get in pickleball magazine yeah something i i couldn't care less but let's get into the episode of episode four of the golden bachelor the episode starts off with a weird clip almost a flash forward with you uh almost a flash forward if you will where gary is crying because he says that he's never felt this way except for his wife and i thought that was really interesting uh, especially this part of the game because 
I think it's safe to say that Gary falls very hard and very fast, and we love that for him. But he 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 cries a lot, is what I'm noticing in this episode specifically. He feels deeply. What do you think of Gary so far, Deja? I told you that guy is he is so much farther in the crybaby club than I ever thought I would see a person. <laughs> um He's mm-hmm. so very emotional and emotionally affected by anything and everything these women say. It feels like we will not get an episode without tears from Jerry. There's no way because he always will have to send someone home and someone's going to be sad or yeah. he's going to be sad because he realizes that's another week into this competition, into this journey. He's going to cry regardless. I'm I don't even know what to say at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I get it. That I think Gary is like the perfect Mark. I mean, not Mark. That's that's too rude. But like the perfect person to be put in a position like this, you know. And it's compounded by the fact that they're all older, you know, because he's he feels deeply. He's willing to get to know these women, and plus because they're older. There is, like I said in previous episodes, there's this, like, unfortunate, like, death cloud looming over this entire, like, show. Like, will this be the last love of your life? You know what I mean? So, like, everyone's poised to fully, like, throw themselves into this competition in a way that we haven't seen before. But speaking of what we've seen before, the girls get a visit from the very first Bachelorette, Trista Nicole Sutter. And I got to be honest with you, I did not know who this woman was, but <laughs> she was the very first Bachelorette, or not Bachelorette, She's she won the very first season of The Bachelor, and she stayed with her person. And they've been married, and they have a whole family and all this stuff, and I did not recognize this woman at all. Deja, did you recognize this woman from the earlier seasons? I hope I don't sound ridiculous. She could have been walking down the street. I would have no idea who she was. Um, no, not at all. But last episode when they had some other guests on, I did think, oh, I'm surprised they haven't brought on like the first Bachelorette on. I, wouldn't she be closer to the age of these women? I guess they thought the exact same thing. Yeah. It does make sense. And I think it would feel weird to see like a like a JoJo coming to like talk to these women yeah and and give advice so i feel this was a bit better yeah like what's her name came last week um uh caitlin bristow came last week and i'm like these i don't know if these women really care about caitlin bristow but if anyone's the closest in age to them it's probably going to be the first person on the show Right. And she doesn't do anything that substantial. She just kind of like, I wish you guys luck. And then the contestants kind of fawn over her. But that's not the important part of the episode, because then the women immediately get a date card for a pickleball tournament. And I thought this was like a very fun twist on the formula because we always have a sports date. I'll never forget the dodgeball where Yosef like had a fit for a dodgeball game where they had to get like slightly naked or whatever. But anyway, all these women are fully clothed and they get to play pickleball and pickleball has been a huge part of this season because people keep talking about it. Gary loves pickleball. There's a couple of pickleball captains on the cast. So if you're going to do any sport, it's not going to be dodgeball. It's going to be pickleball. And I mean, as far as the game goes, it was okay. They pair the women like between themselves, and the pairings aren't that juicy, in my opinion. They played it very safe. Deja, did you have any favorite teams you were rooting for for this pickleball tournament? I didn't have any favorite teams. I will say I was blown away that Sandra even came on this show um, because they did reveal during that that she both has... Separately, two artificial knees. I didn't know artificial knees were a thing. That's really changed my view of life. Um, And also Uh, that her daughter was getting married like that day, right then. And she was missing her daughter's wedding to be here. Um, 
Yeah. It, it's so strange because on the one cause... hand, yeah. Go ahead. I just, I just, um, I, th- I, I, I think it caught me off guard because I mean, obviously we don't know Sandra, you know, like Sandra is like very, like very down to do whatever the show asks, but it's one of those things that got really emphasized because of the show that they're on. Because number one, Sandra's missing her daughter's wedding. I'm not sure if this was. I thought maybe this isn't like the first wedding, but apparently this is her daughter's wedding. She's missing her wedding day to be on the show. Maybe it was at like the courthouse or something, but even then I I feel like you kind of have to be there for it. And we'll get to this later in the episode, but when Gary sits down with Sandra and like, hears about this, he's like, I think you should call your daughter. And Sandra's like, I mean, do we have to? I'm like, wow. I I did I truly did not see that response from Sandra coming. Not the, to say that she doesn't care about her daughter, but that's a pretty big moment. And it comes off of last week's episode where someone went home just because their daughter needed help raising their kids. You know what I mean? I feel like it was such a weird moment because I'm like, I guess you know, you're real dedicated to this pickleball game for this random man, but it feels like the show is acknowledging how much more these women are sacrificing to be here because of the stage of life they're in. But at the same time, when you are choosing to be on a reality TV show, instead of being present for major family moments in order to marry a man who wants to be surrounded by family and to focus on family and family is a priority. Does it add up? Would Gary also miss those moments to be on this show? Like his daughter's wedding? I don't know. It feels like there's a mismatch automatically in this, but they're rewarding it at the same time. I think, I think this was, I, I think this was a very, I don't know. I think this is a very gross misalignment in that I I think this is what put the nail in coffin for Sandra. Not that she's going to go home instantly over this, but I think Gary was definitely caught off guard. Like, Ooh, I don't think we, we care about the same things, you know, which is very interesting (laughs) that he didn't send her home, but we'll get to that. So the pickleball teams are very funny. The team names and who's on whose teams, Susan and Teresa are the purple picolettes. Faith and April, they called themselves the pinky dinkies. Uh, Kathy and Ellen are the picklicious paddles. Okay. (laughs) And Sandra and Nancy are bitchin' kitchen. You know what? That's fine. That's cool. But I do want to point out, we do get a classic Bachelor move when April like is warming up or practicing. She fakes an injury to talk to The Bachelor. We've seen this in almost every single season where someone was like, oh, I got hurt. Oh, no. And they have the, t- and then The Bachelor or the lead comes up to them. Are you okay? Let's get you some medical attention. And they walk them over. And then they spend the whole game not playing the game, but talking to the lead. In my opinion, this is a pretty scummy strategy whenever someone does it. But... It's a classic Bachelor move. Deja, would you pull this move off? Because I I don't know. I'm far cuter than that. There's just no way. Um, <laughs> as as someone with game, no. <laughs> it's just it feels like the um, Bachelor sports game equivalent of stealing a man's hat, and that's just embarrassing. Whoa. Wait, you did you steal hats? Were you no. that person? No, never. My my heart is pure and clean Deja. in this. Here's the thing: people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. My house is made of wood. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. <laughs> it feel it's 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 the stealing the hat because everyone knows what you're doing, and there's no way to do it well. It will never come off as cute and flirtatious as you want it to. But 
these bachelor contestants are such softies they will actually fall for it but i'm still embarrassed for you yeah they will fall for it every single time and speaking of falling for it we're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors this mother's day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from blue nile whether it's for your mom a mother figure or yourself as a mom find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation explore blue nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And we are back. Wow, those were some good sponsors. But we are still talking about The Golden Bachelor, episode four. And we are right in the heart of the pickleball tournament. You know, the pickleball tournament goes the way it goes. But let's move on to the final match, which is between, I believe, Ellen and Kathy versus Sandra and Nancy. And it's very interesting to me because Ellen is the pickleball captain. She plays a lot. And you can tell because they can get the volleys back and forth. I don't know if you've played Tennis Deja, but I I can't hit it back. I'm, I'm I'm very bad at tennis. Are you good at tennis or have you ever played pickleball, Deja? Um, okay, I played like a lot of badminton in school, I feel like. And then when we did rarely oh, do tennis. That's the worst one. <laughs> I know, I know. Um when we did rarely do tennis in school, it went subpar, but I could hit it back sometimes. Would it land within the lines? No. Not necessarily, but I try. <laughs> wow. They weren't bad. They Dang. were pretty pretty okay. good, though. Uh-huh. But Ellen and Kathy come home with the win. So props to them. And it's very interesting because they both smooch Gary. They take a little picture. But at the same time, I'm looking at, like, who got one-on-one time. And it seems as though... All four of the final four women in this pickleball tournament got some amount of one-on-one time with Gary, which is interesting. Usually it's just reserved for, like, the one winning team. But all four of them got some time with Gary. And this is where we see the scene with Sandra and Gary that we talked about earlier. But we also get a scene where Teresa talks to Gary. And Teresa doesn't lie she kind of just tells the truth to gary about how hey i love talking about relationship and how much we care about each other and some people i won't name names but kathy uh is not happy about it and it seems as though that really grinds her gears and gary i feel as though a switch clicks on him where he's like wait that's all you were talking about just how good our date was and kathy had a problem with it interesting let me talk to Kathy. And so Gary then talks to Kathy and is like, hey, uh, did you really tell Teresa to zip it and to shut up about our relationship? And Kathy was like, ah, not in those exact words, but yeah, I did. But but she kept going on and on and on. And Gary was absolutely not having it. And in my opinion, you saw the moment where he was like, yeah, I'm going to send you home probably because... Kathy is like, oh, man, he's going to send me home after that. Deja, did you think that this was the end for Kathy's, like, whole shtick of not being nice to Teresa? Here's why I feel like it was justice. It felt as though... (laughs) I don't think Teresa could have spoken about it less to a point where Kathy wouldn't have a problem unless she shut up entirely. 
it felt from last episode like Kathy wanted to be mad because no one else is complaining besides like Kathy and her friends. And yeah, Teresa could probably be quiet a little bit. She kind of has a vibe like she probably just like talks a few sentences longer than you ever want. Sorry, Teresa. I hope it's not true. But um, it's just not necessary to turn Here's it into like thing. a feud. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the problem, I, I don't think it's a problem, but I think the issue was squashed last week. Like, the, the issue was squashed in a way where, like, Teresa, or Kathy made it very clear to Teresa, just please don't talk about your dates around me. And if Teresa just, like, ignored Kathy for, like, the rest of her life, I think it would have been fine. But Teresa, like Gary, does feel deeply and wants to, like, and wants to, like, at least fix the converse, or the relationship between her and Kathy. And there, I don't think there's anything Teresa could have done to make Kathy like her because Kathy's just like a I think at this point Kathy's a hater like a real hater (laughs) you know what I love a good hater on television it's one of my favorite things we love to see haters thrive on television over here but I fair enough go ahead Deja yeah it's just I just I don't think there's anything she could have done and Teresa didn't lie. She told the truth. That's exactly what happened. And if that's like messes things up for Kathy, then uh, I'm sorry, Kathy. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, I, we are going to keep. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I love that in this case, the typical like, stop talking about him like that anger ended mm-hmm. instead with, hey, Here's exactly what happened and my feelings about it. Hey, girl, I didn't like that you said that. You should be kinder. That was so calm. There was no manufactured, well, you know, some people. How? Like, there was a little bit of don't want to name names too much, but none of the they said one thing and now mm-hmm. it sounds like they said this other thing that's worse. Just being direct. Yeah. And I think that was the end of it because at the end of the day, Sandra got the date rose from this whole date. And I think Gary did feel a little bit bad for her. Like she missed her daughter's wedding at the very least we can give her a rose. But more importantly, I feel as though I, I, I do, even though Gary did give her a rose, I don't think Sandra's long for the show after this. I really don't think so, which is sad, but that's when we get another Bachelor classic, which is very odd, but the ATV date or like the Hot Wheels date, I don't know what you want to call these dates, but Leslie gets to go on a date with Gary where he's riding an ATV all over vaguely California, maybe, <laughs> but the mountains. And I, it's very odd that this has become a staple of the franchise, a date where the Bachelor takes the day on like a fast moving vehicle on wheels and you're like okay i hope they don't get hurt because they can get really hurt if they mess up um deja would you be a fan if someone came up to you and was like hey let's go on an atv date would you say yes would you would that interest you at all that would interest me it would interest me even more if i were on a television show that would pay my medical fees just in case he eggs and bakey. Um, but cargo fast. That's that works for me. That's why I watched like 10 fast and furious yeah. movies, man. We got to do a season of fast and furious. <laughs> on screen studies coming to a season new, near you after the strikes. Anyway, mainly they have a good date. You know, I don't think there's anything super special or super crazy that Leslie did, but they had a great date. And we, meanwhile, we cut back to the house where the women are having ice cream and they're doing a drinking game, but with ice cream, I think it's like never have I ever. If you have done something, you take a drink of your drink. But if you haven't done something, you don't take a drink of your drink. They're doing that, but with ice cream. And they're and as these women do, they ask very personal, sexy questions and you know what? April's finished with her ice cream before anyone else. <laughs> and I think this is a little judgmental on the show's part and the other woman's part. But, like, you know what? Good for you, April. Good for you. Notable, I guess, questions were, have you ever 
um, done the deed in the workplace. And April was like, yeah, for sure. Another one was, uh, have you ever kissed another woman's husband? April's like, oh, yeah, there was that one time. And everyone's kind of looking at April like, interesting. (laughs) This is very interesting. I mean, this this is going to sound terrible, but April throughout the season has kind of been a go-with-the-flow person. So none of this surprised me and absolutely no hate to April. I mean, hey, if that's your life, that's your life. What do you think, Deja? April, you gonna do what you gonna do. Um, <laughs> that's all. That's about all I got. Uh, but also, I do remember Sandra mentioned that she is lactose intolerant during that drinking game where they were also eating ice cream. Um, so no, Sandra. <laughs> when, when when a surprise, you know, stomach issue pops out of nowhere for her, I was I was like, girl. But we know what's happening. <laughs> it's not worth it. Just a mess. It's not worth it at all, Sandra. <laughs> protect yourself, protect your insides. But hey, it's okay. We do move on to another date where Sandra, oh, I don't think it's a date, but the rose ceremony day rolls around and Gary pulls aside Susan, who has never had a date at all. And Gary gives her a rock. Well, it's a it's a stone, <laughs> but it's more specifically a rose quartz. And Susan comes back to the group with her rose quartz and how lovely it is. And she's showing it off. And Kathy's going to be Kathy because Kathy was being an absolute hater, an absolute hater. Because like she like you can see in like the her face and just like, oh, good for you. And. That's when I could not support Kathy's actions anymore because it, I think it, it's one thing to do it to Teresa, but other women too. It was it just Teresa? Was it? Do you just have if anyone shows any other happiness for anyone, Kathy just says keep it to yourself. What do you think, Deja? It was so sick for no reason, truly and honestly. Just be happy for people. I always feel like. The Bachelor contestants, or like, and yeah, the Bachelorettes in this case, sometimes forget that these are all of their interactions with other human beings beside that person while they're on this show. So that means that is 100% of how they're learning about your interactions with others. And if all they keep hearing is that when you interact with others, you treat them terribly, even if you treat them well, it doesn't really matter. And they're going to hear it eventually because somebody's going to snitch eventually. Will that person win? Probably not, but they're going to snitch regardless. Exactly. It's another classic Bachelor staple that if you go to The Bachelor and the only thing you have to talk about is other people and drama in the house, you will never win. No uh, no person who has been a tattletale on the show has ever won. They, they might go far, but at the same time, you are wasting time being mad about other people and be like, oh, like, almost, I think it's weird when, like, the men, like, oh, I'm just trying to make sure you end up with the great guy. It doesn't have to be me or seem so protective when they're wasting time and they could be building a relationship with the lead. And it's, it's, I, I don't understand that mindset. And I feel as though, like, people who know they aren't going to win always fall into that trap of just being the tattletale or just just starting drama, you know, for no, absolutely no reason. Because contestants like Ellen, who is in zero drama and is just using all of her time to say how much she cares about Gary and how well they fit together. And I think this is where the clip from the beginning of the episode comes in because Ellen and Gary have a little one-on-one time and they're smooching. They're having a good time. And in like the confessional, Gary is crying over Ellen because Ellen is like really into this. And I don't know, because every time I, I do think that Ellen might be number one after all this, like no, no surprise. Deja, do you think Ellen's taking it home after this, or is it just me? Ellen hit this man with the falling in love. Yep, 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 yep. 
<laughs> and for it's, some people, it would be yeah. they're going to keep her for two weeks so that it doesn't feel like that's why. But you actually did scare them away. Now you're going home. For Gary, that might mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. He might be just fine with that. Yeah, Ellen could take it all the, the way time home. Time limit thing. Because Gary, I, I, I don't know if they'll let Gary say it this early. Because um, some behind the curtain knowledge, right? The producers of the show, it is no fact that the producers of the show tell you that you should not say, I love you to a contestant. Ever. The lead should not say, I love you to a contestant at all. That's why you get phrases like, I'm falling for you. I'm falling in love with you. And then if you're on like the top two, maybe you'll say, I love you. Right. And even then they'll put the, I'm in love with you half step in there. Exactly. Because you'll, you'll get bad situations like in previous situations where um, there was this guy named Ben who told two women that he was in love with them. Like, not like I'm falling in love with you. I'm not falling for you. I'm in love with them. With two women. And if you can, like, find the YouTube clip of it, one of them was like, you're not allowed to say this. Are you sure? And she starts crying because if he was willing to break all the rules to say it to her, that means something, right? But he said it to another woman. And I, I think it's a stupid rule. But it is a useful rule so you don't get yourself into situations like this, you know, when the show happens. And if anything, I don't know if I would let people say the L word at all on this show because, I I don't know, it seems deceptive. Deja, do you think that it's deceptive? It's not deceptive in the same way that when anyone was talking about their first relationship they were like yeah i was so in love and then they look back on it and they're like that was crazy that was some insane behavior um or like talking to a teenager about their relationship and they're like i'm really in love like it's not dishonest when they say it but you know like life's gonna show you some context buddy and the next few weeks are just like more and more context and so even if they mean that when they say it they don't necessarily have enough to mean it fully. It's only been a couple weeks. She hasn't spent mm. that much time with Gary, you know? Uh, even if she does mean it, that she's falling in love with him. What does that matter at four weeks? Enough to sway him towards marriage. Deja, I have a question. Have you ever regretted saying I love you to a partner? No, no, no. You've never regretted <laughs> it. Um, no. I I, I double checked. You know, I I, I went <laughs> to the laws. <laughs> <laughs> You've never about regretted you, it. Okay. Uh, I regretted a couple. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I I only regret it because a few because. I, you can care deeply for someone and like, you know, in the way like that you wish mm. no harm would come of them. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where I, I, I wish if I was talking to my younger self, I wish I wouldn't have put as much weight behind it as it meant, mm. you know? And I think when you're younger, when you say I love you, it, it's almost as if like, I don't know young men tend to use it as kind of like an ensnaring thing of like, mm-hmm. I said, I love you. That means we're boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think a lot of young men like me did that. Like I'm saying it. So you don't leave me, you know? Right. But I wish, you know, I wish I would have had less ways to it. I don't know. <laughs> Does that make any sense? <laughs> Yeah, you wish you, you know, uh you said words that matched what you could actually put up in that moment. Yeah, exactly. But hey, it's not this is not my <laughs> dating show. We're watching the Golden Bachelor, you know? Anyway. <laughs> 
We then move on. Oh, wait, wait. We almost forgot. Nancy pulls Gary aside and is like, hey, man, it's not me, right? <laughs> I respect Nancy for this. She's like, it's not me. And Gary's like, yeah, it's probably not you. I think she, I think she says something, something along the lines of like, I feel like you have your, your people picked out and it's not me, right? And Gary's like, yeah. And Gary still cries. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you weren't even feeling her Gary and you said it and you're still crying <laughs> like man uh, did you miss Nancy at all she was the wedding dress person I think a couple you weeks know, ago but I did not I was like see you later Nancy I she, it. it was fine you know, you know have a good time mm-hmm. you, you knew you had no business being there and again because these contestants are farther along in their life it's a little bit less of a vacation for them to just stick around and see how much farther they get. It's an actual inconvenience. Because me, I would have mm-hmm. stayed right there. I'm going to enjoy that mansion for as long as you'll have me, sir. What? I, if it started to get real far, I'd be like, bro, what are we doing? But if you want to keep me on for another week or two and we're going to play games and go places, like I'm there. I'm present. I'm locked in. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here, here's another, like, a golden rule about this show. Never, ever, ever, ever confront the lead about time or, like, whatever. Because here's what's happened. Here's what's happened. The producers will come to you and say, hey, Gary hasn't picked you for a one-on-one yet. And it's, like, week, whatever. Do you want to talk to him about it? And then... I'm like, yeah, I, you know what? I want to talk to Gary or whatever, the lead about this. They go and talk to the lead. They're like, I need answers. Or most of the time they say something like, I need clarity in our relationship, whatever. Anyways, here's what happens. They go confront the lead. And then it's like, why don't you take me out on a one-on-one date? And I'd say a good eight out of 10 times leads like, oh yeah, you're right. You can go. <laughs> And the contestant's like, oh, um, I did not expect this to happen. But it happens every single time. Because if you're worried, like, come on. It's like, get the hint at this point. If she's not texting you back, if she's not, like, or if he or she is not, like, taking you out, bro, get the hint. Get the hint. Like, it happens every single season. And it baffles me that people always put themselves in this situation, you know? But I think in this case, Nancy was, like, level with me. You know, it wasn't like a confrontation. You know what I mean, Deja? Absolutely. I just, I'm curious, has someone ever done anything wild or just like unbelievable to try and keep your attention? Ooh, to keep my attention? Mm-hmm. The way that these women uh, will come and say, hey, I want more. <laughs> uh, I remember I... I dated a lady and we were no longer dating at the time, but um, I was seeing one of her friends at the time. And so, and Justin. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, whoa, whoa, Justin. whoa. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. You're breaking rules. Anyway, it man. all worked out. <laughs> what rules? What rules? Anyway. I'm just saying, sad man. I was seeing your friends. <laughs> No, I was seeing a friend, and this lady um, took it upon herself to uh, say, ah, Justin's a, not a good boyfriend. I wouldn't date him. He's just not mature yet, or whatever, whatever she whatever she said. Basically giving me a bad report to this woman who just started seeing me, you know? And I was like, what the heck? And when confronted about this, she was like, you know, I, I don't want to date Justin, but... I don't want to see him date other people. I just, I just don't like it. I just don't see it. And I'm like, girl, we're broken up. You have no control of my, over my love life. Kidding me. It's like a weird territorial thing, man. And I was like, what? I don't owe you anything, you know? Like, we're not, we're not, we're not dating anymore, you know? That was pretty weird, probably. Wild behavior. Like, Let's do a uh, bad Yelp review. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for weird reasons. Or another time, I, uh, this is this is bad on me. 
this is this is oh, you can judge me for this one. I remember, I remember, I was I was seeing another. I was seeing a lady. We had broken up, and I I was known on campus for one of the few people that had a car, and I had a very recognizable car, you know. And in hindsight, I knew this was a trap. I knew this was a trap. But I was I, I was with my current person who I was seeing, right? And I get a call from my ex um asking for help, you know. Uh she became she had a little too much um liquid and she needed some help and she needed a ride home, you know. And I was a gentleman. I was like, I can't let this woman walk home by herself. And the person who I was seeing at the time was like, what are you talking about? She's at her sorority party. Her sisters will help her. Why Why do you need to go out and help this woman? I was like, but what if she gets hurt and stuff like that, you know? I was putting on like That's my- That's some deep woman magic being used against you. Yeah, I was like, uh, like, what kind of person would I be if I just let her, like, you know, she asked for help and she doesn't. And turns out this woman, it was all a play. It was all a play, a definite play. Confirmation by other people that she, she, it was a very complicated play that I definitely fell for. So that was probably, that was really wild too. Very, for no reason. And it was like, and she knew what she was doing. Because the party she was coming from was an ABC party. And if you know anything about ABC, it's anything but close. You know, it's like when you like manufacture like a, a thing uh, where, you know, you ever been to one of those this parties? This is how I'm discovering. Like this is how I'm discovering that you were messy. This is, I'm, I'm learning. I'm How figuring it all out. Just little by little, <laughs> the pieces are coming together. <laughs> You know, no, no, it's it's no, not in these no. stories yet, but I can it's I can see them around the edges of the pages. Little little messiness. I, I know it's under there. Listen, listen. It was in hindsight. My hindsight's twenty twenty. I knew this was a trap, but I did not fall for it. I took this woman home safely, and nothing happened. And you would have been losing so your mind I- sitting at home thinking, "Oh my god, what if it wasn't a trap?" <laughs> Exactly. What well, I mean, see, I didn't want to take the risk, but I was gotta, a gentleman and took this woman home. <laughs> okay, listeners, who? Which side are you on? Do you take the woman home, or do you just like let someone else take care of it? Because I believe in safety. Hashtag I safety. In safety. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I'll, hashtag the, safety. <laughs> the wildest thing someone's done to get my, and not even wildest, just. What were you doing? Um, shortly after I started to get attention on TikTok, I was on dating apps, matched with a girl, wasn't feeling it. Um, we spoke for like two days. Then she saw a TikTok of mine that was viral, saw my Venmo in my bio, and Venmoed me asking if we could speak again. Justin, guess how much the Venmo was for? See, for this to work, it has to be, it can't be like a cent. It can't be a cent. For If it would work on me, you had to give me like maybe it wasn't $5. A cent. I'd be like, all right, I'll talk to you. It was a how's cent. How's 20 cents? It wasn't a cent, but how's 20 cents? Would that work for you? No. You, does that even yeah, cover the 20 Venmo charge? <laughs> Great question. I received a 20 cent Venmo asking to speak to me again. And and for another chance. Did you give them another chance? I followed them on my spam TikTok account and spoke to them oh. once. That's it? Yeah. yeah. I was like, um, unfortunately, your 20 cent Venmo has not convinced me to to change my entire <laughs> perception of our compatibility. Um Godspeed though. Uh so shout out. Sorry we didn't shout go out on to a them. museum date. I I was making TikToks. <laughs> you know what? If you're out there, if you're listening, 
make sure it's at least five dollars yeah just rule if you're gonna venmo request someone or charge them or send them money make it at least five you know you can buy a coffee that's it covers most coffees anyway that's what I'm saying. back to the golden bachelor <laughs> uh back to the golden bachelor uh it's the rose ceremony it turns out gary took it upon himself to decimate the only alliance in the house and that is the Askin Alliance because mm-hmm. April goes home and Kathy goes home. And with Nancy going home earlier, only Susan is left. Yeah. Which is very interesting because I mean, they all like gave themselves like a cool name, but nope. Kathy, April, and Nancy go home this week. And wow, I'm not surprised because I didn't think that they had a real connection with Gary. Out of all of them, Susan had the most connection. But even then, I don't think it's that much. You know, Deja, were you surprised by any of the eliminations this week? I was surprised that April and Kathy went home at the same time. But I'm not surprised mm. that they went home. It was bound to happen, like you said. Definitely within the next few weeks, because I think some of our remaining women have a really good chance. Ellen, Faith, Sandra, Leslie, Susan, and Teresa are left. And it's not that hard to pick a top four out of those, honestly. It's hard to select who it'll be, but there's definitely strong connections that seem to be building up. All right, Deja, what is your, did your final four change then? Um, I did believe someone from the Askin Alliance would make it. But mm. I don't know if I believe that anymore just because Susan doesn't feel like the right one. I think I'll go Ellen, Faith, Leslie, and Teresa, I think, are my top four. Sandra's been knocked nope. out. This It was just weird. I know you're playing the pickleball and I'm supposed yeah. to be clapping for you, but this is strange. Nah, I think Sandra's just there for the lulls at this point. You know, I my final four are the same as well. You know, and after I believe at the end of the episode, Gary says after next week, it's uh, just the final four, and you're meeting their families. Yeah, and that's what it gets like for not for real because it's kind of been for real this entire season when this particular season but like next week's rose means i want to meet your family and that's a huge weight especially on the show i was talking to my wife and this um the i guess meeting the families is different this time because the contestants usually meet the parents or the mom and dad but in this case they're meeting their, if they have children, their children and like the families that they created. And that's a totally different dynamic. You know what I mean, Deja? It's also just such a totally different ask, you know, asking somebody mm-hmm. to come in and start a family with you within the larger context of your, you know, blood family versus just being like, yeah, do you want to? hang out sometimes around these people for the last decade of your life or so. Does that sound cool to you? That's a whole different story. That's going to be really interesting. Whole different story. Cause I mean, it, I think it, I don't know if this is going to happen, but if the child, if their children don't like Gary or Gary's children doesn't like what, whichever women he brings in front of them, I think it holds slightly less weight if that makes any sense, because like most of the, in most of these cases, these are grown adults. I mean, like if you don't like my partner, we don't, you don't have to see them, you know, but if it's, if they're young children or you mean the parents, you are integrating someone into the family in a way that you aren't as much that next time. You know what I mean? But we'll talk about that when it comes. Uh, I think, wait, we almost forgot. Deja, did you come up with an, Uh, episode title for this episode so i think i have two ideas uh so we've been doing names lately so santana the game of love pickleball game Ooh. and the other one keisha cole games pain quite a lot of women went home it's always a lot of women actually (laughs) okay okay i only had one um if we're here, why can't we be friends mm-hmm. between Kathy and Teresa? But I like your first one. What was your first one? What was it? 
The Game of Love. The Game of Love. I think that's the title. And I think that brings there us we go. to the end of this week's episode of Decoding Reality. Thank you so much for listening. And as a reminder, you can find more episodes of this podcast at decodingreality.tv. And please email us at decodingtv at gmail.com. Find us on TikTok at tiktok.com slash at decodingreality. Deja, where can people send their pickleball signups? <laughs> they can send their pickleball signups to at Deja Talks TV on all platforms. So that's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever they're calling those apps these days. Justin, where can people send their rocks? <laughs> you can send them uh, wherever toys are sold all over the internet. That is TikTok, Twitter, and on Instagram at Freddy's Roommate. And we will be back with more Golden Bachelor coverage next week. Bye. See you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.